Hey guys, this is your host, Gooby, and welcome to the Tomb Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. In today's episode, my co-hosts, B and Panda, will be joining me on an in-depth discussion of the completed webtoon series, Siren's Lament by Instant Miso. If you hadn't heard of this brilliant author yet, then I highly recommend you check out her other series, Where Tangents Meet and Eternal Nocturnal. We have actually discussed Eternal Nocturnal and plan to do more discussions of it in the future. If you have enjoyed Instant Miso's work so far and would like more opportunities to support the creator, then please consider checking out her Patreon. She has her $1 membership tier that offers exclusive art for her supporters. She is such a great storyteller and artist, so definitely check out those series, her Patreon, and more. I will leave links in the description box below. Now, there is a guarantee that if you haven't read the series, then it is advised to listen with caution for this episode because there will be spoilers. So you have been warned. Now, let's talk Siren's Lament by Instant Miso. All right, guys, we got a fun discussion today. We're going to be discussing Siren's Lament by Instant Miso. And I have my two special guests. We have B and Panda. Hello. All right. Definitely so B, yeah, definitely not a shame. B just finished her binge read on Siren's Lament. Me and Panda have already read it a few months back. I think already we finished. A while was, back. Yeah. <laughs> a long while back. <laughs> So we're excited to hear her thoughts today, along with our own discussion. So we're going to go with like our overall impression of the story in the beginning. So I'd like to hear what B thought when she did her binge read. Okay. So when I first started reading it, I was just, I, I kind of was just, I didn't set an expectation because I had started, I really love the author in Sumiso and I found her through Eternal Nocturnal, and then I found where tangents meet. So because she has such curves, I was like, hmm, I don't know what this is going to go. But I saw like the strong pull and push kind of between Lyra and Sean. So I was like, okay, there's some romance here. There's definitely going to be some development because she's good at strong female leads and I didn't know where the power was going to come from then all of a sudden there's a fish and I was like what the world there's a man he has abs he's a fish what and Ian comes in and I'm like what is going on okay you brought in abs and fishmen I'm like oh my god I'm dying because I'm remembering I am and that was just like, uh, okay, there's a triangle now. Don't look at the romance. I'm looking at the development here. And then we learn about Granny. And I'm like, man, this is a this is a story we're about to get into. Oh, uh, I just, 
I loved every part of it. I didn't read it for what it was going to be. I was in the moment kind of read it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I definitely I felt the same. Same. It, it was such a good, good story. I loved it so much when I initially read it. I honestly didn't know what to expect with it either. I was just going with the flow. And the artwork, <laughs> it just, it draws you in. There's certain parts where I was like, I'm going to read this as fast as possible because there is a lot of episodes. And then I was like, I'm going to go as slow as possible because the color transition in this is mm-hmm. amazing. That was me as well. Like I, at first I was like, you know, I'm going to read this. It's going to be good. But I was enjoying it so much. Like I had to go back sometimes just to admire the art. And then the chapters that had the music, holy freaking crap. Beautiful. I just ugh, loved it so much. Kenny does a great have, like, job no with music. Oh yeah, definitely. I love it. The music, the art, the colors, the story, everything together, masterpiece. Literally, chef freaking kiss, guys. Yeah, I love it so much. I'm over here making like three sound effects. Like, why? I'm not disgusted. I'm just in love. <laughs> uh, I remember when I read the series, I think she had just gone on hiatus because she wanted to have the last few episodes to be as perfect as possible you know she was working really hard for those few months and those last few so I binge read all that time until she came back and I got lucky because she came back right when I finished and I was like heck yeah so we're gonna fast pass everything <laughs> I, I read it a lot earlier than that so I was like ongoing while she was ongoing I'm like oh I'm fighting for my life it's so good <laughs> <laughs> I think she does a really excellent job at like developing characters and making them really three-dimensional because you don't read somebody and they feel flat like everyone's got some sort of you know big personality to them and I love that about it like I'm not gonna lie in the beginning when I was reading it um Lyra I don't know she seemed not like her usual type I feel like you know she wasn't that strong character she definitely had a lot going on but and Sean I, I feel like he didn't have a lot to him until we learned more about him I'm like oh you have a lot actually like you're a lot more deep than I thought you would be I didn't think I thought you were just you know a pretty face or whatever didn't have a lot going on going on you were just the best friend's older brother or something like that but no the man had a serious development I was not expecting that going into the story the craziest development for me was the Poseidon or okay yes yes like honestly when she was Aaliyah and she was dating Sean I thought she was just gonna be there for like a few chapters or like a good chunk to show development through Sean and then all of a sudden she started continuing to come back and I'm like what is up with this why are you here Mm -hmm. oh you know what I wanted to like touch on some of the relationships in the story and I guess before she became you know before we were enlightened that she was Poseidon what did you think of that relationship dynamic where she essentially is just with Sean because they both know they can't be with the people I guess they want to be so they just kind of settled with each other throughout that time that sucks honestly that just sucks I don't have any other words for it other than I personally didn't see why, like, when we first learned that they're both in, like, they're in a relationship, I'm just like, I don't see the connection here. They don't look, they don't give me the right vibe, the aura, like, you know, that they're in love, whatever. And then we learned that they kind of settled for each other. And I'm just like, why? Like, I was very confused by that. I, I personally 
I get it though, I guess. I, I can understand what they were thinking, but also that's just so sad. I don't know. See, I I understand if you're trying to have someone help you cope with things. I don't think mm-hmm. that's the basis of a relationship. But I kind of thought she was toxic to him. And he was yeah. to her as well. Because he... I think like the whole thing was toxic. It really was. It was a toxic relationship altogether. But for her, she didn't care about Sean. She didn't give him time. She would flake out to bring him coffee, and he doesn't like coffee. There's times where she's brought coffee like two or three times, and he's like, I'm so glad that you do this, but I don't like coffee, so I'm not going to drink it. And she's just like, oh, darling, here you go. And then he, he enables it. He's not helping her to be a better person because he's just letting her treat him like trash. And that's just as bad. I mean, I guess it's more because, again, I don't think they were actually in love with each other or, like, actually cared about each other in that sense, like, romantically. Yeah. So the whole thing was toxic. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be using people just because you're not with the person that you want to be with. Like, don't be in a relationship because you have to be. So that's why I personally think that they were very toxic with each other. And I feel like they they didn't really put effort into it, obviously, because, you know, they just didn't care enough to put effort into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like she just kind of used, and I mean, she points it out at the end of the story, too. She kind of just uses men to, like, fill in that space that she doesn't have filled anymore because, you know, the love of her life died. And, you know, that's not fair to any of the men that she's manipulated because they're all either feeling lonely and they wish to have love. And then when this person comes in, it's like, well, I find sadness and loneliness. I'm just going to use it for my own good, my own gain. And I found that quite hard to redeem until like later in the series. Because like, how can we Mm -hmm. redeem a character who's literally ruined a lot of lives even though I guess in a sense she did give second chances to people I do it at the same time not everyone really wanted to be like whisked away out of their life like that but she dated them so that she could make sure their heart was broken and then could trade with them she didn't try to mend them or anything of that nature if anything she solidified and or broke it more Mm -hmm. Yeah, I honestly don't think she gave, like, second chances. I don't think they would be called second chances. They were more um, just her showing her power that she had over them. Um, so even though, like, I get that, you know, she was heartbroken. She lost the love of her life. She lost her sister or whatever. Like, you know, there was a lot going on with her life. But I feel like even then, it's just, like, it doesn't make sense why you would go and ruin so many people's lives, you know, not just, not just one or two people. Like you're actually ruining lives, your families, you're breaking families, burning relationships. I don't know. It's it's crazy. And it's a lot of people. It affected a lot of people. So I'm like, even though there was a reason, I personally don't think it was like something that she can come back from. It wasn't like a redeemable thing for me. Mm -hmm because she was just all over toxic. I get it. You were sad, heartbroken. You didn't get what you wanted, but that's, that's not fair for you to go and 
do the same to other people, if not worse. I feel like I always say it, it, it explains the behavior. It doesn't excuse it. And that's kind of what happened with her. It's like, yeah, yeah I get why, but it doesn't like excuse anything. And I guess in the end with her exactly. giving her life to all of them, like, I, I guess it's a bandaid. <laughs> I'm going to put it like I that. Mean, yeah. I guess she did something in her last moments. And again, like you said, it's like, it's kind of like a bandaid after, you know, but the thing is, it's never going to be the same again. Like I'm, I'm going to make, I, I think I saw this in the, flash uh he one of the speakers he made like a reference when you break the cup and you put it back together like you'll put it back together but it'll never be the same again the cracks and stuff will still be there so it's kind of like that uh, can't believe i just made a flash reference but anyways um i feel like it's kind of like that she tried putting it back together in the end but again she broke it originally and that's why there's cracks in it and stuff like that so uh. I'm doing my best not to like talk more than you guys so I was letting you say something if you needed to Gabby no you fill in when you need to I like hearing bro, what you say talk, bro. it's fresh in your mind not my mind yeah we're relying on her right now like help us remember I, oh my gosh. I'm no, sorry I'm, I'm considerate I'm, I'm just trying to go off of what you're saying right now <laughs> Good, fine. Gonna... Nope, no, this is my time to talk. Don't talk. Nope. <laughs> All right, so, queen. Uh, uh, queen B. So uh, <laughs> I want to go into Lyra because Miso is known for these strong female character roles, kind of like the Poseidon. Who would have thought she would be such a strong female villain who kind of gets sympathy yeah. at the end? Ah. <laughs> But also like that, how, how can you hate someone, love someone and just ah, all at the same time? Like that was such a good development. Uh, um, And then Lyra, I feel like we can all just kind of relate to her when we're, we don't really know what's going on. We don't want to hurt anybody. We just kind of live in this like glass shell. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I I, I can be more than this. I feel like the word enough should never be used to describe a person. And I didn't learn that until probably like last year, if not, yeah, last year, like 11 days I'm ago. I'm still learning that. <laughs> it's a difficult thing because there's so many molds and there's so many different social norms that we're supposed to meet up to these like society levels. And they place it by like, it does. But have you ever thought of, oh, you're not tall enough to ride this ride? That makes me so angry. Like, okay, why? Or I remember growing up, thank goodness, the model industry has changed things. But I remember, oh, you're too big to be a model. You're too small to be a model. You're too this, you're too that. It was never enough. Ugh. And that's where no Lyra felt like. Enough. If, like. Because of social media. Social media has changed so many things for people. I feel like it just makes people feel less than what they are. And I speak from experience, guys. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm getting over that. I'm in my whatever era. This is my gaining confidence era. <laughs> Even before phones and stuff, it was people in magazines. Oh, yeah. Magazines. Or just people at the in general talking 
oh, you you want to be a model looking yeah. like that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, what's the matter to you? I remember watching Top Top Model with Tyra Banks, uh-huh. and they had a plus size edition. It was girls in size four in six pants, and I was like, "You want to tell me they're plus size? What? <laughs> How is that plus size ever?" And then they also had one where it was short girls, and they were like five two, five four, and I'm like, "That's great, but what about these five foot little like nuggets over here?" Hello. Dude, so if that's short, then that means I'm short because I'm five four. Like, are you kidding me? You are. I thought most I was average. Models, nope. Most models are <laughs> five six to five eight. They want the tall elegance. Dang. What about the average chub girl? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I'm a proud chicken nugget. It's cool. <laughs> I'm a proud, I guess, average. Chub. I don't know what to call myself. <laughs> you are gorgeous and you are nothing less. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. You guys are all queens here. Just want to remind you all that. Also, for the people listening, kings and queens. Kings and queens. All, all right. Like Back to Lyra. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's honestly the connection we get with Lyra because she's like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to fit in my glass bubble. I'm fitting my glass bubble. And she she has this paradox we all kind of have that we're like yeah I feel like I'm enough Mm, why do I feel like this should I not be confident is this false confidence and that's her whenever she's like I am the sister I am not the sister oh my gosh granny you're the sister and I absolutely love the little sprinkles of granny that we get throughout this she's such a strong character we don't have her enough (sighs) yeah I didn't see that coming I knew there was gonna be a story with granny and I'm like there has to be something she knows something with the Poseidon with flyer there's something that she knows I did not expect her to be her sister like I was like when that happened I was like yo what that's crazy and I feel like that's really why one of the reasons I really really like this platoon because it's just so unexpected like the freaking relationships that happen I am it didn't go my way but you know it's fine fine. (laughs) I did not think granny was going to be the sister what I originally thought was that she was turned into a siren siren Mm -hmm. and then she traded with somebody and then she started her second chance of life walking on the beach kind of remembering where she was having that growth moment and then finding uh Emila at the time and so I was like okay that's why she knows about the curse and everything she used to be one and then when like total flip and I'm like okay but I still wonder if she ever did go in the water because she knew about the curse and her she talked about how she had power because she transferred her power to protect Lyra and then did it again. Mm-hmm. I would suspect she didn't go in the water because she knew, like, maybe if she went in, she'd get, like, you know, caught up in all of it, I'd assume. You know, like, she knew what to avoid and was smart against that because most people didn't, so they would end up sucked away and become a siren. And then, That's you know. Another thing that I wasn't expecting at all was the whole story with Ian. 
Like what? Mm-hmm. That I, was a complete shock to me. I think one of my favorite stories was like learning about Ian's past because yeah. I think he was just the most mysterious character to me. Yeah, he really was. And finding out like what a tragedy that was to for him and Amila to be just like forbidden lovers at that point you know she couldn't be with him and then it was so sad to see like I could see why he had such a broken heart and then when he has to relive all of that remind me Amila and Lyra how are they related she's her mom her mom okay I thought so I was like wait I can't remember right now but um that story oh my gosh it was so sad and I really liked reading about it though because right from the beginning we get Ian this fun like you know straightforward careless character but we're like why were you heartbroken though like what was the story and it was a really sad one so I can see why my man here was heartbroken mm-hmm. something that I really wish I knew more about was did Emma talk to her husband about Ian? Because the moment she went missing, her husband was like, you know where she at. And then he freaking cuts his face with a bottle. And I'm like, oh, don't you touch my boy. What? Yeah. I I think she or he might have found out one or the other. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if like, I don't know if she had talked about him like that. Maybe she hadn't mentioned it in passing. Like, oh, yeah, I met this boy on the beach. He is cool. He's my new friend, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it ever, I don't think it would be like mm-hmm. anything like, oh, yeah, I fell in love with this guy or something like that because who, who would do that? Or maybe she did. Who the heck knows? Because, like, I mean, maybe that's why she, isn't that why, like, she ran away and he was upset, the husband? I know. The husband was horrible in general. Like, I mean, yeah, definitely. But, like, up until then, I was definitely shipping um, Lyra and Ian just because I feel like, um, Ian really helped her character develop because ever since he, you know, she helped him by letting him stay and like, you know, transition into human life again. Um, I feel like her character really got a lot more strong. We just saw a different side to her. I guess not really it got stronger. We just saw her taking initiative and like being stronger and fighting for what she thought was right and her opinions and whatnot. So I was really shipping them just because I felt like they were really good together. But honestly, their friendship together is also really cute. So I guess in the end, I was okay with her and Sean, but I I was really, really shipping her and Ian. So I was messaging you guys as I was reading the ending of this. And I've never, even in the beginning, I always said I never really liked Lyra and Sean together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't enjoy them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. The The fact that he dated Aaliyah because he didn't want to be alone, that's going to turn every signal off for Lyra because she is a good individual. And if she sees that you're taken, she's not going to come after you, stupid. Um, exactly. <laughs> two, my big thing is they didn't really help each other gain. They were both so scared of hurting me or doing Mm -hmm. something wrong to each other they were walking on eggshells that they Mm -hmm. couldn't grow Mm -hmm. and so I didn't like like that yeah I feel like they just weren't like comfortable together like I feel like they should be comfortable like the way the dynamic between Lyra and Ian was just so like they were so friendly and comfortable and open about everything and jumping around just having fun I feel like 
I personally like that dynamic a lot better than, you know, walking on eggshells and being awkward, not being able to tell you how I really feel. Because like, in the in the long run, I feel like you would want to be with someone that you're comfortable with and you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I personally really shipped her with Ian, just because I feel like they really brought out the best in each other. You know, he became more human because of her and empathetic towards people because of her. And she became a stronger individual. They both helped each other really grow as people. And her and Sean, yeah, they might have been friends growing up and they were there for each other, whatever. But were they really? Were they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, I, in the end, I guess I'm happy for them, but <laughs> I just don't see them as being my favorite couple in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Favorite couple, though, is uh, Tua and Capella. Oh, oh, yeah. I freaking love them. They're so cute. I cannot with those. So two. freaking adorable. I. Yeah. I was always a strong Sean Shipler. I was <laughs> when I first read it. I like I I listened to um, an interview, a, a new one that Instant Miso just did, and like her, I'm a big softie. Like I like the soft boys, in my opinion, and I'm a sucker for I those childhood like friend boys. stories. And so when I saw him, I was like, I like him a lot. And it's not like neither guy was a bad choice I think in my opinion I think either one was a very good choice for her and I was like you know what I'd be happy either way I'm not going to spite instant miso unlike some people I've heard Mm -hmm. have done that and I'm like I feel very bad because she's just like in her interview she's like my children you don't say this about my children (laughs) (laughs) why would people spite her that's so rude I I feel like it's they want their ship to to be the one like I want my ship to but I'm not gonna be like Instant why are you yeah, doing this? Like, exactly. Bro, it's her it's her story, it's her work. Let her do what she wants. This is the way she wants to express herself, her stories. Let it be. I mean, because they're both good choices, like you said, like in the end they're both good choices. I personally just thought there was a better connection between those two. But I mean, maybe they're just, you know, supposed to be friends. Maybe that was the thing. But um, when it came to Lyra and Ian, I did enjoy them together. I liked their interactions. I didn't ship them. I felt like they had a really strong friendship, and I love that they could grow together. But their core personalities were just off enough. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, and that's where it, that's why. Like I guess in the end. When I was reading it and I saw Lyra and Sean together, I understood why they were the couple because they match each other. I feel like they have like, they go well together in the end. I feel like she just needed to grow a little and he also needed to grow to be comfortable in that relationship. So I can see why they ended up being the couple because it makes sense. And um, it just took me, it just took me some time to really accept it and understand it. Like at first I was like, oh, why? Uh, why? But it, again, I just needed time to like, be like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Because I did enjoy their friendship a lot. And maybe, maybe if they were a couple, it wouldn't have worked out. Maybe they wouldn't have been as good in a, in a relationship like that. But their friendship was definitely one of my favorites. They really, like they, you can truly see how much they love each other. Maybe not in a romantic way, but like, mm-hmm. I, I just like their relationship with their dynamic a lot. And that's probably one of the reasons why I shipped them because I just loved seeing them together. 
But I mean, it's not like I'm not going to see them together. The whole the end scene where, you know, there was a proposal and then Sean and um, Ian, they're just bros now. I freaking love that. I just want to say that. I love them being friends and them being bros. It was so cute. The best ship out there is Ian and Sean. <laughs> honestly, I honestly yes. love them in the uh, Siren shorts. They were always yes. so cute. It's like, ah! um, But when it comes to ships, the moment... I think, I don't know if I messaged in the group chat or if I just sent this to Goobs, but I was like, I can totally see Lyra and Siren Sean <laughs> because of that development. Because yes. instead of being like the little noodle he was, he was realizing that she was the foundation, but he, he had to base. He had to bring it out. <laughs> She's not going to hold him forever. I like that you mentioned Siren Sean because he, Siren Sean, I really vibe with that man. That man yeah. knew his worth and expected to be treated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved when he got jealous. Yes. Like, normal Sean got jealous, kind of like a wimpy noodle. He didn't do anything. He just kind of whined about it in his head. Siren Sean would like walk up and be like, yo, what's up? What you doing? You want a bump? You know, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I okay. I definitely love the fact that you mentioned that though, because like once he, you know, became Siren Sean, obviously, we he let go of his past, you know, obviously because of being reborn or whatever. Um I feel like he really needed that. He definitely really needed that because he was a wimpy noodle before. Like, I'm sorry. He needed that character development to accept his feelings and be him and be comfortable with who he is. And after that is when I could really see like, okay, I could see you being with Lyra now because you both are being more upfront and real about your feelings and stuff like that. So after after he became Siren Sean, I was like, all right. But he didn't he completely let go of his past. You see this struggle, and I really appreciate that because how many times are we sitting there and, like, thoughts of what we've done comes trailing and holding us back from what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that was such a power move. It definitely was. That was portrayed so, so beautifully and so well. And I right now, where I am in my life, I feel like I can relate to that on just because I'm I don't know I feel like I'm trying to change I don't know I don't know bro why am I exposing myself in a podcast becoming a siren is that what you're saying this is exactly what I'm doing I'm shedding out of this human skin guy (laughs) so a quick jump really quick because we're talking about characters Mm -hmm. when it comes to Emila Yes, I understand that Lyra is like, well, I don't want to just be like, yo, I'm your daughter since we're the same age right now. But why did she change her name to Amy? Like, it's just all of a sudden her hair is cut and she's Amy. And I'm like, what? Uh, Well, didn't she come back with no memory? I'm assuming she didn't like, no. So she gave, gave herself a new name, like what Ian did when he came. Because oh, his original name was like Kai, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I Kai, knew it. So. I knew his name was going to be Kai. The moment I saw him, like, that's yeah. totally a Kai. I don't know why. Really? <laughs> yes. I Honestly, 
I love the name Thai, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know why I I thought his name was Kai was because I read this book. Um, so it's a trilogy. I think it's matched or something. And the way they describe the boy named Kai in that book, he's literally Ian in the series. Same description, everything. When I saw him, I was like, you look just like the description of this guy in this book I read. And then he turns out to be named Kai. And I was like, I'm so good at that. <laughs> Dang, you're on a freaking roll. But I'm a sim for Kai, guys. Like, Exo, one of the members, his name is Kai. Let me tell you, I'm a sim for him. And I'm a sim (laughs) for Ian Kai. Because (laughs) Kai. Oh my gosh. All right, enough of my simpiness. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I really like that name. And I guess, okay, for what you were saying, Emma and her name changing to Amy, I guess, like, I kind of saw it as like, you know, she was so restricted in her past life, her past marriage, cutting her hair, changing her name was kind of a, neat, a way for her to express herself and be who she truly was and not this person named Emma, who she was bound, you know, like yeah. restricted to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was kind of her thing there. Like that's, maybe that's what Instant Misa was trying to do with the whole haircut, the name change thing. But again, Probably. she did really forget who she was. So Amy, I guess. Um, and maybe okay. even 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 if like Ian and you know they told her like oh yeah your name's Emma you did this and this you're so and so like okay so what I used to be this person I'm not that person anymore I feel like maybe that's what she was thinking and she's like I am this person now I am this is who I want to be so I don't I'm know Amy. I guess I, I was just expecting a different type of name yeah I know we have mean. Lyra I, kind we of... have Corey we have Sean I was thinking like I don't know, like Some cool name. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I mean, Amy sounds really cute. I like that when you see the little necklace, it's an A and she's yeah. kind of yeah. flaunting her new life. I like that. She does make it super cute and I really enjoy it. No dissing on anybody named Amy, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that we expected something else. <laughs> Why wasn't her name Notion? That's just my only question. Like, <laughs> not Notion. <laughs> Not not <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know can, she can a creator please just use my name wait i'm not notion but you know can they just use this beautiful immaculate name with notion please <laughs> it's spelled n-a-u-s-h-i-n just so you know <laughs> i actually was really enjoying seeing those little like post credits i'm gonna call them post credits at this point the epilogues and stuff that she would add in yeah and i see just just this bubbly woman in comparison, like this very, you know, saddened woman whenever she was a Mila. I just love that she has so much like vibrancy to her. And seeing her yeah. and Ian being like this little partners in crime, mischievous little couple, it was like, that's so cute. <laughs> I feel like that part really showed how they really matched each other's like energy. So in the end, I was happy for Ian, Kai, Emla, Amy, whatever you want to call them. I was really happy because they seemed to really, you know, I don't know. Well, together you can't see my hands, guys. <laughs> Where you know I'm doing things. They really, <laughs> they they really are like the yin and yang to each other. Because mm-hmm. whenever he was all like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm making a living," and she's just like, "Nah, you robbing people." <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's in his little fantasy bubble, and she's like, "I'm gonna bring you back down to earth." Yeah. But then she has her moments where she's like, oh, this is amazing. And I can see where he's like, hey, hold on. Like, I just, I don't know. I see them together. 
the moment I saw them together, I knew that Lyra and Ian were not meant. Mm-hmm. And that that was my perspective. It I was just like me a little that they weren't together. <laughs> but I love it's okay because I love their friendship together. I love. I think I said that many times, but in the end, I was really happy with the couples, I guess, and how the story ended. It was immaculate. I don't think it could have ended any better. Oh my. So, so little couples over here, can we talk about uh, what was his name? Not River. Not River. The hunter. Oh, he like ship guy. Oh, the hunter. Um, the brother? I didn't put him down in the name. Dang it. Her, I didn't put her, him in the chart. The brother. <laughs> the brother with the long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is his name Trevor? I'm not sure. But you're talking about the men on the ship, right? Both yes. Okay. We'll go with that. The two hunters. We're just going to call Blonde Hunter and Glasses Hunter. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> okay. So there was definitely a thing between them two because they oh. cared about each other. Mm-hmm. And then I mm-hmm. I then whenever Tua is talking to Glasses and it's just he's just like, well, we you should switch with me so we can show him the difference. And then he kills him. And I was like, oh, this cannot be the end. Are you kidding me right now? And then at the very end, when everybody's like, yay, seafoam has been lifted. And he hands him his glasses and says, you're going to need these. Ah! Also makes me wonder, did he hold on to his glasses the whole time as a memento? I, I bet he did. I think he did. I'm assuming that's exactly what he did. Because, mm-hmm. okay, the blonde guy, like, I hated him throughout the whole entire story. Like, bro, he was cheering me. But then hearing about his story, I did feel bad for him. And then, you know, he didn't know any better, I guess. Like, he didn't know what they were becoming. He didn't realize. He lost his brother to these sirens. So I can see where he's coming from. Again, I'm not excusing it. But, like, Mm -hmm. I can see where he's coming from and why he did what he did. But, like... It was it was very cute to see that you know he was still holding on to this and like thinking of him like I don't know it, it just, I can't remember I can't remember did he find his brother in the end I think he did no yes he found each um, other yeah, yeah so that was River who actually mm-hmm. had a different name can't remember what the other name was maybe he was mm-hmm. Trevor at this point <laughs> um, <laughs> isn't Trevor like the frog from Harry Potter. <laughs> the toad. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that right now, but I you don't know. recall. <laughs> I, I don't recall the name of the toad. Neville's toad was Trevor. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to JK Rowling, not a webtoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Trevor. So, yes, he learns. And oh my gosh, River, it, that's his new name, and that's what I know him as, so that's what I will call him as. He is such a, he just craves female attention so bad. He's such a <laughs> <Yeah>. puppy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I liked him. I feel like his character was needed strictly because he was going to help, and he kind of helped. He helped development, he helped the story progression plus he's just adorable 
Yeah. His character was definitely a need in the Mm -hmm. story. He was very good support, I feel like. He was very supportive to Pele or Pele. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah, I don't really know how to say her name. I'm just going to go with Pele. Pele. Well, he was very supportive for her. And then as they keep going on, like Sean and everything, everyone's getting a chance to like, I don't know, he, he builds paths in a way. He doesn't really realize he's doing it. I think that's cool. Yeah. Can we talk about Tua and Pella? They're so freaking beautiful, guys. Yes. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my Whenever God. we thought he died, what did you? <laughs> I was sobbing. I'm like, no, no, he's not. No, I refuse. I was when, in tears. When Pele went on the war path, I was like, get it, girl, get it. <laughs> yes, I love that. I got really nervous because I remember when she was like, oh my gosh the the crims thing i don't want to be a horrible person she was so scared of the monster she was gonna become and so then when she went on that war path i was like okay there's two things that could happen here either one she just completely fulfills crims thing and becomes what she doesn't want to be or two she's gonna grow into the this fierce let me get it to you and i was like all right i'm gonna watch this I love all the fierceness from all the women in the story, just in general. Love it all. Like, even, um, what was her name? Olia as a villain. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> strong, strong freaking woman. I freaking love it. I never know why whenever I read webtoons or even watch anime and other stories, I always gravitate to the female characters. I don't know if it's probably because I'm a female myself, but even if it's like... <laughs> I remember watching Naruto and I would gravitate towards Sakura and I'm like, I'm sorry, but for a while I was trying really hard to root for her. And then it's the- <laughs> I'm, I'm a, um, you know, 100% simp. So I always gravitate towards hot men, not just men, hot men attractive. <laughs> I'm like, I just gravitated <laughs> so much to like the women here though. Like Lyra, she was just so easy to relate to. And then yeah <laughs> i don't discriminate between something between the genders okay i gravitate towards towards both i guess i, I gravitate concerned. towards whoever has like the hardest backstory and the softest heart but is like super like yeah. heart. <laughs> I, i'm kind of like i look for baguettes the crunchy outside and the soft gooey inside yes. Now I want one. Thank you. Like when uh, a different, completely different thing. Anyway, when we're looking at Tokyo Avengers, Drekken's my man. He is yes. my baguette. Yes. Drekken yes. is my man. A gem. Uh, I can't so, believe he's fifteen. I can't flip over him to wiggle. Uh, so when we started progressing and we started learning about Aaliyah, the side. Oh, I was. I was really excited that she was the Poseidon, actually, mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, my goodness, am I going to get, like, this weird, awkward guy creature that's, like, if it was a guy, I was just, like, is it going to be one of these, like, alone, sort of creepy, makes Krim look normal sort of person? Mm-hmm. Honestly, oh. <laughs> I was thinking originally that the Poseidon was going to be Krim for a moment there. I was like, please please don't want to be him and then it's freaking Aaliyah with her body self like I don't like you 
but you know still I like you you know I don't know love hate with her yeah did you like we didn't expect her to be Poseidon and we just assumed it's just this phenomenon character out there right because I know I kept suspecting like what if it's a character we already know so I kept thinking is it, is it Kai at this point or Ian <laughs> I was like I was, trying to dig in everywhere. I, I low key thought it was Ian for a second because I'm like, if it's someone that we know, like, it's it's it was really suspicious in that part when we were only hearing about the Poseidon. I'm like, something's gonna happen. There's gonna be a major twist. Watch it be freaking Ian because you know he came out of the freaking ocean. It's gonna be freaking Ian. It's gonna be freaking Ian. And then it was not Ian. And I was like, Aaliyah, okay, all right, I'll take it. I was really expecting the Poseidon to not actually be anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I My thought process was they're going to find like some scroll or they're not going to find anything and realize that it's just the power within them sort of thing. Like, let's go Care Bears, I guess. <laughs> that was, that's honestly what I thought this was going to turn into. And then all of a sudden we see like her and I'm like, it clicks. Her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why it makes sense i mean i guess my idea of the poseidon kind of morphed throughout reading the whole entire thing at first i was thinking okay it's just some it's gonna be some creepy dude or it's just a a myth or something and then it's a a creepy dude and then i was like okay maybe it's ian because you know he's being suspicious and you know he came out of the ocean and then i was like wait is it granny and then i'm like what Aaliyah? and then i think at one point i was like maybe it's lyra because why did she turn into like partial fire in situation like why was that a thing so I, I my idea kind of changed throughout the story but I think my main at that certain point I did think it was like gonna be Ian I was like oh my god like it's gonna be Ian but honestly it did change throughout and I feel like Insta did such such a good job with that because I was guessing the whole entire time and I never got it right until the end I was fascinated whenever I found out she was the Poseidon because then you get more of that introduction of how she does the process of siren and I'm back to human siren back to human how she remembers who she is is it that little like like spell she, I guess it's a spell I really know what she was writing on her hand but yeah. that was always really cool the whole story was just beautiful guys if you guys haven't read it, it read it it's amazing it was good I just it's a very good web too I feel like it just tied everything up like we needed it to like you know I really wouldn't know how else she could have ended it I was like how do you end the story with this crazed magician I don't know what to call her was she like a she had magic I don't really know yeah. what they were I don't remember yeah I don't which is <laughs> it's a type of sorcerer yeah. I can go with like a sorcerer let me thing. pull it up and see what it says in the end. I was thinking, what is the female name for a sorcerer? Or is it sorceress? Sorceress? I think so. Yeah. Okay, whenever we find out she's Poseidon and Sean dies, what did you think there? So, this is going to sound I went extremely... into a dancing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this is going to sound so, like, heartless. But the moment he died, I was like, oh, okay. The ship is now Ian and Lyra. <laughs> and that was my first thought. <laughs> I was like, dang it. <laughs> and then I just, I actually got really, I was happy for him because he had finally 
let go of his past and he had developed into this beautiful character that I really liked. So I was like, okay, if Granny's talking about letting go, we're realizing we have to move on. I'm okay with this. I'm going to miss you, but I'm proud of you kind of thing. And I was excited to see what that was going to shape Lyra into. I I definitely thought whenever he died, I was like thinking, okay, I can't tell if this is going to be a death or not, you know, because I kept feeling in my heart, like he's going to come back. I just wouldn't know how he's going to. And so when he did, it was satisfying in the way that like he, it came like full circle because he came back as like a new person in his own way because he's able to like you know let go of and let go of that past and you know him and Lyra were really finally able to connect in the way that they weren't able to in the beginning of the series and I felt like all of that all of those obstacles and everything was able to like kind of give the path that they needed to be together and I was I know after he died I was like thinking how is she gonna solve this problem and I don't know how you felt about how she solved the problem because I thought it was interesting to say the least that she was able to kind of like get to confide into Ophelia of her past because the problem with Ophelia is that she just couldn't let go like at all she had this promise to remember him forever and my thing is yes you would remember him forever but I feel like she went about it the wrong way because as long as she's living, he's living in her. And then whenever she passes, she can continue or potentially be with him again. So I think she was just looking at it a different way, which I was kind of, I kind of enjoyed her aspect of it because it gave meaning to the story of why she was doing all of this craziness. Um, again, not an excuse, like, just because you're heartbroken doesn't mean you go break other people's hearts. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it made such a cute ending whenever she finally let go. And then Granny was there to be like, you kept him waiting long enough. Oh, my gosh. I My heart was so full of joy. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. I thought it was so beautiful. And I felt like the way both her and Lyra handle grief, because I mean, she lost Sean and she just thought the way she handles it, she's so strong as a person to just be able to like, I need to just build myself up and I'm going to, you know, do what I can. And I think it's, um, I watched Frozen 2 the other day and I think it was like with Anna, you know, she thought she lost her sister and then she goes and she's like, you know what, I got to do the next best thing I can do. And that's to, you know do what I need to do to help out I, or was it like the next right thing there's a whole song to it but it's the same thing with like Lyra she's here trying like I gotta just pick myself up and I gotta keep going and I thought that was a cool thing that you know when she handles her grief differently it like touches Ophelia and she's like you know what I can do that too and so it builds up the story more and I thought it was cool to see like two women like connecting like that in a way that was not something I see very often in other like stories is where people really like emotionally connect and help each other grow because I know like with antagonists and stuff sometimes you just you can't save them and then they're just like they're gone and then save the day I guess but here she grows and it's cool to see that she is able to move on and help other people live their lives again 
the friend of mine happened. Did you relive the proposal? Can't yeah. just do that without us. That was such a cute proposal, by the way. I cannot with how Ian is here, like, hey, there's those fireworks. It's so cute. <laughs> I forgot what I was doing. Like in the I was I was listening to you guys in like in the music with the I feel I felt the wind in my face. I was there, guys. I was there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. How did he get that ring? Like that custom ring. For her, that was so cute. I was like, I need honestly. One of those. Uh, <laughs> and I used my 14-day thing to read the last chapter again. You're no, it's fine. fine. I enjoyed it. It's weird. It. You know, did they ever explain why their hearts look so different from each other? Because you know, Sean had a very special heart, and Ian kind of had like the same one as everyone else, right? A blue. Ian was a blue broken heart. Lyra was blue at times, but she was mainly yellow, which is when you feel loved. And then Sean was somewhere in the middle, so he was green, but he had the the infinity sign. Kind of like he was forever trapped like that. Oh, can we talk about the red heart that Lyra gets when she's just like, I'm going to lose it for a moment. Okay, we're good. Because that's literally what it is. She's just like, ah, and we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So I Googled it. Again, we were right with a sorceress. I don't know why we were so confused. <laughs> it's okay, though, because because of this confusion, I got to read the last chapter again, and it was beautiful. Here we have Amy again. Amy, beautiful. Stunning. She's so cute. I know she's adorable. She I just want to. I just want to show you Ian, though. It's like, look at them. They're so adorable together. Can I? Yes, they're so cute. Oh, Can I just oh. say, like, the fan service in the series is like impeccable. And I, I don't know if you follow her TikTok. She's just so funny. Like, I think the humor just flies into her her stories. Even with Eternal Nocturnal, they're all hilarious. They have the funniest scenes. But her TikTok, I think it was something about like abs or something. Like, not all of your characters can have abs. She's like. How dare you? <laughs> Why not, bro? Of course, all her characters can have abs because I will be there to simp for yes. the characters. Lyra can have abs. Everyone yeah. can have abs. <laughs> Dude, even Corey could have abs. Yes, Corey can have abs. Ian gives me like surfer vibes. Surfer. Yes. 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 Beach boy surfer vibes. I love it. Lots of pudding. Oh my gosh, that's the that is the true, the true <laughs> ship. Honestly, it, it's Ian with a spoon, paddling himself in a empty pudding cup. That is the ship. Oh, that is yeah, that is the ultimate ship. That is what I want. Instant miso. If you hear this, you need to. If you don't need to, if you'd like to, you can draw this and then just put it as a random siren short. It's just the Instant true, Miso, the true ship. If you hear this, I love you. I'm a simp. For yes, you. yes. Thank we you all, we simp for you so hard. We simp for you. <laughs> all of your stories are absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It just I'm a simp. They touch me. That's all they I want to say. <laughs> I'm exposing myself right here, right now. I'm a simp for all of your characters. I'm a simp for you. I I'm just a simp. You know. 
I thought the whole world is another. I, I hope my mother doesn't hear this, actually. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she already knows I'm a simp, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not, not as much of a simp as you guys mm-hmm. know that I am. <laughs> And when we finally get a chance, we do need to touch on her where tangents meet series because I know that yeah. one would be a really fun talk about. Um, I'm going to reread that one because I, I'm going to be honest. I remember it, but I don't remember enough to talk about it, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. So I was reading these, uh, Sirens Lambit and Where Tangents Meet at the same time. And I actually finished Sirens Lambit first. Because you can read five episodes at a time versus one. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me read five episodes at a time. Because I don't think I could have handled the turmoil and the heartache and the building of the heart. All of the emotions, one chapter at a time. Dude, I was fast passing. I don't know how you did it. I was fast passing. You I want me to fast pass over 180 episodes, girl? Listen, your I girl know. was doing just that. I did not. I need to be uh, rolling in that webtoon coins, guys. I mean, if we can get a discount, a discount. For real, like, <laughs> I'm gonna need it because the way I be spending money on webtoons is kind of crazy. Like, I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> I don't make enough money to be doing that. Literally, I read the um the first pass pass the first pass i can't even speak the first <laughs> fast pass of eternal love chill just it's literally releasing tomorrow and i still did it yes <laughs> like bro i'm probably gonna read the other two that are available too so yeah. like i could be patient but i, I didn't i read it exactly. last, like, am i the day. only one of us that has self-control <laughs> <laughs> I can have self-control, but I choose not to for these stories. Listen, B, <laughs> listen to me, B. I, you, I have no self-control. <laughs> you should know this because I'm a K-poppy. I'm a simp. What kind of a simp has self-control? Tell me. If we had self-control, we wouldn't be simp. You know what? This just shows metal music is superior because I have self-control <laughs> in my music screams. It's great. <laughs> No, you don't have self-control either. Calm down. It's only oh more God. than us. It's just a little bit more than us, okay? You know You're going to break I, one of these days. I need and I'm going to be here know. for it. I need to I'm know. Be here yeah. for it. <laughs> I need to know if there is a part. Because how much is the biggest package of Webtoon coins you can get? Thank it's God. about like, oh. is it that? So how much is that? Like $95? Right or... Probably. It's, I think it's like ninety nine, ninety nine or something. I need to find someone who actually did paid for that because there had to be ha- like someone out there who's it's done it. It's ninety nine, ninety nine, and it's one thousand coins plus one hundred fifty, so one thousand one hundred fifty coins. I need to find the person who bought that. So I think I got the like the five bought? or ten dollars strictly so I could fast pass and be on these podcasts with you guys. <laughs> Me. Um. The highest one that I've bought, I think, was the five dollar one, and I don't know why. Because I literally will run out and I'll just go and no, buy five dollar one again. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I should at this point, I should just buy the the hundred dollar one because in the end, I'm spending oh, probably right just here. as much, if not more. It's a, 
uh, I'll do my best whenever they have those little uh, free coin things. I'm like, okay, yes, every day I'm yeah. like. <laughs> but the thing about those are like, sometimes I've already read those stories. So now what? <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for the ones where they do the little stamp a day. I'm like, I don't have to read anything just to stamp because I might have already read like some of the series. I'm like, well, I have no way of getting free money. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Webtoon. Can you just like sponsor us or something? Cause yeah, give me some free coins. I need to please. The way we be reading these stories. Oh, we can talk to the uh, the uh, authors and be like, "Oh, you want us to talk about your story? Let us fast pass it for free." Oh, that's such a good idea. Is it me? So we called you out, fam. <laughs> Instant me, so please, you know, please. It's I told a- you I'm a simp for you. You, you the, help help your fan out. The one fan five who, coins I've already spent like maybe fifteen coins or more on your series. Yeah, all, all of them. Same. <laughs> Same. I fast passed all of it, all of it, as much as I could. I literally went like as much as I could. I fast passed until there were more available. I'm like, why do I do this to myself? I was so I was so like into it that at one point there was just nothing available for me to read for like a while <laughs> and I'm just like dude why did I do this to myself if I didn't use fast pass at least I would have like a chapter or something you know I'm not sure how much like we covered because I know this is like this is a whole series we're talking about I know we're trying to keep it as broad as we can when it comes to all the characters and stuff it would have been really interesting if like this series was still ongoing because we could have like really delved into some of the things that were going on but now I have no theories to come up because I already know what happened like it's just I think I'm just satisfied because it just covered every little odd and end there is and I was happy with how everyone turned out and what they were able to do and accomplish it honestly was an extremely satisfying ending I didn't feel like there were any loose ends I didn't feel like I needed more or that there had to be something else adding on. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect closure that you never get in real life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better. I literally like you know, beautiful chef kiss masterpiece. I Immaculate. died happy after that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, my heart's full after reading, and if I exactly. reread like, it, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna say like I didn't feel like I needed more because it just ended so perfectly. Like it could not have been any better. The ending could not have been any better. The whole story, honestly, it just the flow was just perfect. I didn't feel bored ever. I didn't feel like it was happening too fast. The pacing was beautiful. The art beautiful. The music beautiful. The storytelling, everything immaculate. Ending mm-hmm. amazing. Just, I also, I the only thing I would probably want more from the story is a hardcover copy of it like give me it physically <laughs> oh my god now that is something i could get into yeah it's like give me the, the, the physical copy an art book mm-hmm. give me a, all the merch <laughs> you know, oh my just god take my money at this point yeah i'm poor I'm like, take my wallet i don't have much to give you but you know just take it all i have no wallet at this point <laughs> give us free pa- fast passes but we'll buy your For real. <laughs> please no but webtoons really out here taking my wallet it got it got my wallet on like a freaking chokehold bro you can download the google uh reward i keep forgetting to get that 
Let me do that right Dude, now. Dude, it's free money. That's the only reason I have fast passes because I was like, I am not going to spend it. Let me download it right now. Google, what is it? Uh, you can Google rewards. We can send her the link, I guess, if we wanted to, if she can't find oh, it. <laughs> that's fair. I have, okay, hold up. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get. Get. <laughs> Okay, so right about. now I have $23. Dang, girl. I only have hey, two. <laughs> I have zero as of right now. Okay, in total, I've had $183.60 of rewards. I've That's done amazing. 785 surveys, and I got like 80 or 28 cents, 47 cents, 17 cents, 10 cents, 41 cents. You know what? I'll do it for Webtoon. Yes, we'll do it for Webtoon. I'll do it for Instant Miso. Yes, Instant Miso. I'm going to, like, just bow right now. You can't of... see us right now, but we're bowing. <laughs> no, we're know? just, we're bowing. We're, we're nodding our heads in acknowledgement. I'm doing, your... I'm doing the, what is it? This. This. this is what Attack I'm doing. on Titans. Attack on Titans. <laughs> <laughs> all right heart over your chest i think it was something like i don't know i can't remember yeah. yeah yeah it's the heart it's the hand over the, the fist over the chest yeah the to fist show over the chest. <laughs> my appreciation my love for you oh my gosh i love it i just so i think an overall view of the series i'm just gonna say i love the three-dimensional characters i love the trio's relationship and how freaking funny this series can get sometimes because they definitely make it worth the read because I feel like anytime they are together it's like I'm watching a group of friends like just the closest yeah. friends in the world it's just like, I love that I I liked all the emotions that were portrayed and I, even though like it was I feel like it was a very serious story at times there was still a lot of like humor and comedy and like the, the interactions between all the characters just made it so good for me I just I feel like I was in it you know I just feel like I'm a part of oh, so much. <laughs> I like how she kind of handles grief because of how Ophelia and Lyra battle it out with their own types of grief. And I just like how she was able to tie everything up together and somehow redeem a character that I didn't think would be redeemable because in a way mm -hmm. her sacrificing herself, she was able to at least solve some Somewhat, problems. Yeah. yeah. At least we got, you know, glasses boy and long yes. hair dudes back together. <laughs> so that's important. <laughs> and she brought in Tua and Pele. I was like, how do you make such a perfect couple at this point? <laughs> Literally. Oh, and like, you know how like they always talk about like they would want to like dance together? So as I was rereading the last chapter right now, I there was a little frame where they were dancing together. And oh my God, they just look so cute. It's so beautiful. And it just made me so happy like to see everyone like that. And there's the flower shop. I want to go to that flower shop. Did you see the Where Tangents Meet cameos in the series? If you were able to find yes. them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize until later. I was like, hold up. I know you from somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> I saw Rachel dancing in the background where Pele was going to for her little lessons. And then I, what's his name from the main guy from Where Tangents Meet? Landon? Yes. The twins with a little space thingy right there. So that's so cute. Yes. Oh, so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if B has anything else to say about the series before we. I was just gonna finish off with Granny and how powerful she was, and the fact that in the end, when Lyra didn't know what to do, she's still good to her, and she was like, "This is where I messed up. Please grow from this." Like ah, and then she was able to help Aaliyah, Poseidon, Ophelia, whichever word you wanna, whichever name you wanna use. To help her grow. Oh, that just touched my heart. That's a beautiful thing. For everyone. So warm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun talking about Siren's Lament. I'm finally happy we did a discussion on this because I know I wanted to do one when it was still releasing, but I didn't get around to it in time. So I'm happy we finally got something for it. I'm just excited for where eternal nocturnal is going to take us and i know we will be talking more about that series in the future and hopefully we'll have a where tangents meet episode too so we can get all of the adventures of instant miso's work (laughs) i'm about it i'm so thankful you guys came on and we're gonna call it off for today so i'm goobs and And we'll see you next time Bye. Bye. bye I'd like to take a moment to thank my wonderful co-hosts, Bee and Panda, for joining me on this discussion of Siren's Lament. I will leave links to their social media in the description box below. Let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles. Both my Twitter and Instagram handles are at the Tomb Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga you are interested in. I may talk about them in future episodes. The Tomb Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Now, let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.